This is Monday Mindset with Isha Warriors, Episode 9, It's Okay to Be Not Okay. Aloha. My name is Ali Lothane. I've been empowering and inspiring others through yoga for over 15 years, specializing in yoga for teens. If you are ready to live life to the fullest and love it along the way, Let's enjoy the journey together. Hey guys, how are we doing today? This is episode nine, but it is the first week of our Freedom from Depression and Anxiety eight-week series, which it is not too late to sign up. All the classes will be recorded and archived in one place for easy access in the membership area. And after the series is done, I'll be bundling up all the resources, all the podcasts, the journal prompts, all the videos, the breathing um, helps, and putting it into my shop at ishawarriors.com. So you can find it there and you can purchase just the series if you'd like to get yoga routines specifically created to uplift and empower individuals swimming the rough seas of depression and anxiety. So let's get started. It's okay to be not okay. Pause. Breathe deep. Acknowledge. In this moment, simply acknowledge how you are feeling. Let go of any judgment, shame, or criticism you might associate with the feeling. Cleo Wade once said, knowing your needs is a superpower. So let go of any judgment, shame, or criticism you might associate with the feeling. In this moment, Simply acknowledge how you are feeling. Acknowledge. Breathe deep. Pause. In the Imagine Dragon song entitled, It's Okay, Dan Reynolds says, She could always hear every word they'd say. Everybody walks like they just know the way. Every single day holding back the tears. She'd never say a word because there's nobody that hears. It's okay to be not okay. It's just fine to be out of your mind. Breathe in deep, just a day at a time. It does seem like everyone's walking around or posting on social media looking like they know what they're doing, like they have it all together. First off, no one has it all together. Second, don't ever hold back the tears. Did you know that research has found almost 90% of people who weep find it improves your mood? Tears literally flush out the emotional toxins in your body. In yoga, the word kriya is a Sanskrit word meaning an experience of moving through obstacles, both emotional and physical ones. And crying is one way to move through an obstacle. So 
Never feel badly about getting on your Kriya, y'all. It may be one of the tools you actually need to heal and move through an obstacle. Third, never stay quiet. Have you ever had someone really listen to you and you just felt so validated by the time they took to listen and hear you out? I want you to know that there is always someone available to listen to you and hear you. That person is you. We can be the first person in the line of validating ourselves. And it starts with pausing. You are of divine worth and worth listening to. But so often, we don't give ourselves that benefit. We refuse to hear what our thoughts or feelings or our bodies are trying to tell us. Like somehow everyone else is more important than ourselves. We push through, ignore, hide, or shrug off emotions and keep on pretending nothing is out of balance. So pause. Take a deep breath. And acknowledge how you feel right in this very moment. Let go of any judgment, shame, or criticism you might associate with this feeling. Let go of, I shouldn't feel this way. Or, what's wrong with me? Or, I wonder how long this feeling's going to last. Let go of the idea that there are bad feelings and good feelings. Let go of the idea that there are bad feelings and good feelings. If I asked you to name a good feeling, what immediately comes to your mind? Joy? Peace? Happiness? Contentment? If I asked you to list out a bad emotion, what might you say? Fear? Anger? Today I want you to try on this new thought. There are no such things as good emotions or bad emotions. All emotions are teachers. There is no such thing as a good emotion or a bad emotion. All emotions are teachers. Every single emotion that we feel is sending us a message and we will be talking more about what those different messages are next week. But before we can even get to deciphering what that message is, we have to be really honest and upfront with ourselves about acknowledging how we feel. Pause, breathe deep, acknowledge. When we take the time to pause and acknowledge, three things happen. One, we give the emotion a name. Two, we give the emotion a chance to speak and voice its needs. Three, we can choose to keep feeling that way, address the feeling, or start trying on new thoughts that will move us into a different emotion. Okay, so number one, when we pause long enough and recognize what we are feeling in the moment, we give it an identity. I want you to pretend like you're walking down a dark alley and you see someone approaching you. 
Your reaction will be totally different the moment you identify the other person as your best friend versus a serial killer, right? So give the emotion a name. This gives us more leverage over it. It helps us know how to proceed. Is it a helpful emotion like meeting our best friend in the alley or a hurtful one that's going to keep us stuck? I have a child who has a propensity to apologize all the time for things that are in no way in need of being apologized for. And when I ask them, why do you feel like you need to say sorry all the time? The inevitable answer is, I don't know. But what if instead I asked, what emotion are you feeling right now? Because before that teen can even understand what they are, why they are doing what they're doing, They need to acknowledge the emotion that is driving their thoughts and actions. And so it is with all of us. So the second thing that happens when we pause long enough to acknowledge what we are feeling is that the emotion has a chance to speak and voice its needs. Remember that quote I shared at the beginning by Cleo Wade? Knowing your needs is a superpower. Acknowledgement without judgment or shame of what you are feeling this very moment, there's nothing wrong here. You are not broken. There's no such thing as failure. You are practicing at being a human. You are being human, experiencing the highs and the lows of life and learning lessons along the way. So what does your human self need right now? It is a superpower to be able to tap into that kind of feedback. I like that idea that knowing our needs is a superpower. So often we associate superpowers with an action, uh, a way to serve others, right? I don't often think about how important it is to acknowledge how I am feeling and think about my own needs. But when we identify the emotion we are feeling and hand it the mic, figuratively speaking, we bring more understanding into the picture. Knowing our own needs is a superpower, not selfish. For example, if I find myself biting people's heads off with sharp words and little patience, what a better and kinder mom I am. When I pause long enough to recognize, man, I am feeling super grumpy right now. What is going on? I acknowledge I'm feeling grumpy, right? Give it a name. Then give it the mic. Why are you feeling so grumpy? Your immediate response might be, I don't know. Especially if you haven't had much practice with connecting with your emotions in the first place. That's okay. Just don't settle for I don't know. Keep the mic on the emotion until it starts talking. There may be some awkward pauses. It may feel weird. But just sit on that emotion. Increased understanding of why we feel a certain way takes us to that third thing that acknowledging an emotion does for us. Number three, after we recognize the emotion and let it talk, 
we can choose to keep feeling that way. We can choose to try and change the circumstance that led to the feeling. Or we can start trying on new thoughts that will move us into a different emotion, regardless of the circumstance. In the example that I shared of me being grumpy, I could ask myself, do I want to keep biting everyone's heads off? Like, do I want to keep feeling this way? Do I want to keep being grumpy? What's happening that's making this emotion bubble up inside me? Depending on what emotion you identified and what the circumstance is, there might be times when the answer is, yeah, I do want to keep feeling this way. This emotion is helpful or healing. It is teaching me a lesson I need to learn. In my example of being grumpy and treating others unkindly, though, that emotion is hurtful, not helpful. For many of us, being inexplicably grumpy could have something to do with that time of the month. Instead of throwing your hands up and saying, well, it's out of my control, we could say, oh, this is the time this month that I need to give myself a little bit more space, a little bit more grace, and be careful not to take it out on the ones I love. Or this is the part where I need to do some things to help balance my hormones so those mood swings aren't as dramatic. We're going to talk more about things that you can do in weeks to come. I am a very upbeat kind of person, but sometimes during a monthly cycle, there will be a day or two when a depressive fog just descends. I had a morning like that last week. I went to bed with a lot on my mind, some very heavy thoughts. And when my alarm went off early the next morning, I was already overwhelmed facing the day. It was like a bleak fog had settled upon me and I couldn't see a way through it. It wasn't even 6.30 in the morning and I was in tears telling my husband a list of discouraging thoughts I was having. I am getting better at acknowledging how I feel instead of just trying to push through it. But then I felt guilty and I apologized to Andy for unloading on him right before he headed out to work about things he had no control over. I'm still practicing the let go of judgment or criticism for feeling the feels part. That's okay. I had a 7 a.m. commitment that morning, so I forced myself out of bed and started going through the motions of the day. Later that morning, I did yoga with my teenage son, and then I taught another yoga class. So altogether, I did about an hour and a half of yoga before noon. In Indiana, the fog can get really intense, even causing school delays because of limited visibility. They have to wait for the sun to rise and warm up the air and the ground. That causes the fog droplets to evaporate. They have to wait for that to happen before it's safe enough to drive. For me, yoga is like that sun. It dissipates the fog every single time. And because I had taken the time to acknowledge how I felt in the morning, 
it was easy to juxtapose that emotion with how I felt right after doing yoga. It was a night and day difference. The same circumstances I had felt so heavy about first thing in the morning hadn't changed during those morning hours, but I had. I felt renewed, re-energized, more hopeful. My thoughts around the circumstance had changed. My entire disposition was cheerier and lighter. And I acknowledged that shift with gratitude. Pause and acknowledge how you feel. Yoga has provided a way for me to do this over the last 20 years. What have you incorporated into your life to give you space to pause and acknowledge? Is it prayer for you that helps you meditate and say things out loud that you are feeling and process your emotions? Do you journal? For those signed up with Isha Warriors membership, I've created that weekly journal prompt that coincide with each topic I'll be discussing over the next eight weeks. And this week, there is space to practice acknowledging just one emotion a day and taking just a few minutes to dissect it a little bit. Okay, start acknowledging your emotions today. I know that it sounds so simple, but the impact is life-changing. Dr. Greg Shamas once said, Anxiety is not a feeling. It's the avoidance of feeling. When you say, I feel anxious, it's actually something right beneath it that you don't want to feel. The most counterintuitive thing a person can do when they feel anxious, they feel a panic attack coming on, is to try and resist it. Try to get rid of that feeling. Try to not think about it. My listeners who live with anxiety, what if you envisioned that anxious feeling to be like a protective watchdog starting to bark, trying to warn you? And instead of shushing the dog, you thank it for bringing your attention to an emotion you are trying to avoid. When feelings of anxiety well up inside, you might ask yourself, what emotion am I unwilling to feel right now? What am I trying to resist? Like what emotion is just outside the gate? that that guard dog is barking at, that I'm trying to keep shut out. Pause, take a deep breath, acknowledge, maybe open up the gate and see what is just on the other side. You can even pretend the emotion you're trying to avoid is a little unruly puppy. If that helps make it more like a game, if it keeps a little bit more lighthearted, imagine that motion is a puppy. Give the puppy a name. Let it speak up and yip, 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 without judging it or pushing it away. And then choose how you want to take care of that puppy in a loving, healthy way. With self-acceptance, self-compassion, and mindfulness. 
I am not saying this is an easy thing to practice. Anyone who's owned a puppy knows it takes a lot of work. So too with these emotions that pop up. So too, especially with emotions that we are actively trying to avoid. In the weeks ahead, we're going to talk more about this and other things you can think and do to gain more leverage over your mental health. So listen in every week and feel free to direct message me on Instagram or Facebook at Isha Warriors, or you can email me at support at ishawarriors.com. Let me know what has helped you in your journey with mental illness thus far. Let me know if you have any aha moments while you are listening in. Let's learn from each other. Let's enjoy this journey together. I want to end with a quote by Whitney Johnson. No one wants to be defined by their hardest struggle. So we have to find a space of owning it, identifying it, but reject being labeled and reduced by it. Ah, Isn't that amazing? I'm going to read it one more time. Whitney Johnson once said, no one wants to be defined by their hardest struggle. So we have to find a space of owning it, identifying it, but reject being labeled and reduced by it. It's okay to be not okay. So identify your emotions and own them. It's just fine to be out of your mind. Reject being labeled by and reduced by the emotions. Breathe in deep, just a day at a time. Thanks for listening in today. Come join me and other like-minded teens in my weekly live yoga classes at ishawarriors.com. Your first week is free. So why wait another minute to increase peace in your life and feel empowered every day? See you on the mat.